Today's show is brought to you by India Partners. India Partners operates safe houses away from the red light districts of Mumbai, where children can escape the brothels and be relocated. Find out more at lifewithlisawilliams.com. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL? I did. I truly laughed out loud. Now, this may be the dumbest thing in the whole world, but it worked on me. There's a dog chasing a train. Natalie, how old are you? I will pray with you now. Before you leave, I have to pray with you. I'm here for the people in the hood. You know, Jesus is my very, very best friend. Pray without ceasing, which is not some sort of so heavy I can't do it command. It is this breath of fresh air that I am involved in what God is doing in the earth today. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talk to the mailman. <laughs> is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is, this, this is, this is life. life. This is life. 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 This is life. With Lisa Williams. I want to have an intelligent thinking conversation about manners in 2015. And I have a couple of questions for Marilee McKee, who is the manners mentor and who is my friend. Marilee, it's so nice to have you on the show. It is a joy to hear your voice today. It is an honor to be on your new show. Congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you so much, Marilee. Marilee helped launch the show with the Kickstarter, and Marilee has been my friend for a very, very long time. 21 years. Word. My goodness. (laughs) We were in kindergarten, remember? Uh, 21 years we've been friends. That's just amazing. I uh, found Marilee because she had commented on Christmas lights in the Orlando Sentinel. And we contacted her to have her on the morning show in Orlando. And since then, we have just remained friends. And Marilee, I thought of you so strongly this week because I was pondering Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was, I was pondering him. <laughs> um, because every... You know, you you want to do things that um, are topical and top of mind uh, when you're doing a public show like I am doing. And I just keep scratching my head about what in the world I could talk about with Donald Trump because this is not a political show. And since mm-hmm. he is, you know, 30% in the GOP presidential uh, nomination polls, you know, he is a front runner. I know that many people who are conservative Republicans who may listen to this show are pro-Trump, and so, and then there are many people listening who are not pro-Trump, and so that is not where I feel led to go, um, you know, pro-Trump or anti-Trump. What I want to talk about with you, Marilee, is just things that he has said, mm-hmm. and and really politics in general when it comes to manners, uh, because Marilee has a very strong, well-thought-out, focused opinion on manners. And um, I would love it if you would share that, what you believe about the importance of having manners in 2015, before we even talk about Trump. Can you share a little bit of your passion and heart? Well, I think the first thing that we need to we need to understand in 2015, because it, it got lost about a generation ago, is what exactly manners are. So many of us think of them as old-fashioned and pretentious. What we don't understand is that 
Our manners have always evolved to keep pace with our sensibilities. So while you might think that you learned fantastic manners from your mom, well, she probably learned them from her mom. And so we can't quite use those manners anymore because they have evolved to make sense for our fast-paced um, casual society. Mm -hmm. And another thing about manners that I think is so overlooked is that we think of them as things that we pull out on special occasions. Oh, I'm attending a formal event for work. I'm going to my cousin's wedding. You know, these are things that we need a few days a year. Oh my goodness, there's been a death. I have to go to a funeral. How do I sign this card? Okay, give me a manners book. But right. that's not that's not what my brand of manners is about at all. Manners actually, and I won't bore you with a history lesson, but <laughs> briefly stated, and, and it's so important to know this because when we know it, we go, oh, manners is the ancient Hebrew word for hand or how to handle something. That's all that it is. And I don't know about you, but Lisa, I so much more enjoy myself. I am so much more at ease when I enter a situation already knowing how to handle that situation. No one is is relaxed on their first day of a new job. That's always kind of scary. And yet we enter situation after situation after situation without knowing how to handle that situation. It kind of makes every day of our life the first day on the job. And we could get rid of half of those feelings of lack of self-confidence uh, if we simply picked up a manners book knowing that it's not written in stone. It is written in sand. But still, these skills are just that. They are skills for success. They're skills for sex for, for ourselves. And um, especially, especially, and, and my heart cries out for our children. Our children. Uh -huh. Yes. So I was thinking, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, because there's a book uh, Marilee has written called Manners That Matter for Moms. And as I'm listening to her, I, I thought the same thing. It really boils down to when I see a politician on TV and I'm watching TV with my children and a politician makes a comment about someone's looks, for example, then do I say to my children, that's okay because that's a public person who is running for president, so it's okay to talk about someone's looks? Or do I say to my child, that's not good manners? Um, and this is why we are not going to do that. Um, and so there's two things I want to say quickly before we pivot into um, politics. <laughs> and that is, I took Marilee's course uh, on business etiquette, and it really did what she said for me. It helped me to not think, what am I going to do? I have to introduce my boss to my friend. Who, what do I say? Or how do I do this? Or what do I do when I walk into a room? Or what's appropriate to do with my hands? <laughs> and how do I greet someone? And all these things just became like part of who I am because I took this class about etiquette. But then I also want to comment on something Marilee has said to me that was also a game changer for me. And that's the difference between etiquette and manners. That etiquette is rules. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, Marilee. Etiquette is the mm -hmm. rules. Manners Correct. is who you are. Yes. Manners is how you treat people, 
how you Absolutely. make people feel. And to me, manners more um, weaves into my faith and my belief system because the way I treat people um, and the way I make people feel, those manners come from a character core that is developing in Christ um, through my life. Um, Absolutely. But, but it's also good to know the rules so that when you're out there, you know, passing the salt and pepper, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know exactly how to pass the salt and pepper because you've, you've learned the rules. And so those things being said, I want to talk about manners and politics. Um, and we'll just, we'll just talk about 2015, even though you have alluded to the fact that there's been a shift over the past generation. When someone public, and I'll just say, you know, Donald Trump, Donald Trump mm -hmm. has, whether you're pro him or against him, these are just facts that he's made comments about the looks of people, specifically yes. Bette Midler, Rosie O'Donnell, and then more recently in a Rolling Stone magazine, um, another person who's running against him, Carly Fiorina, um, he made a comment about her face. Like, look at that face. Like, you know, does she look like your next president? He has said that he did not mean her face. What he was talking about was her persona. <laughs> Um, but that being said, okay. <laughs> that being said, um, what is the proper manners or etiquette about uh, making comments about people's looks? Well, you don't make comments about people's looks. That makes it really, really simple. And especially in a presidential race, it's not presidential. It is schoolyard bullying, if you will. I mean, think about it. Would if if those words came out of the mouth of either of my children, there would be serious consequences for my children because we don't talk about people like that. Right. Um, every single person, the Bible tells us that we're knit together in our mother's womb. You know, the the looks of someone is is beautiful in the sight of God who created that person. So who are we to to comment on their looks? It's the it's just a it's a low low form of conversation and we need to sort of take the the higher road the air is is much cleaner up there so in in a political debate in yeah, any are the conversation rules are, are the rules different in politics shouldn't be i think that's the problem we've made them different mm -hmm. but it shouldn't be the the same amount of civility if not more so should mm -hmm. apply in these in these circumstances i'm i love um Proverbs 22.4. And this year, I'm reading through the Bible in the message version, just to be different because I've read the NIV so, so often. But I love how it says that the pay, let me see if I remember correctly, the payoff for meekness and fear of God is plenty and honor and a satisfying life. Wow, the payoff for meekness. I don't, I think meekness, you don't really talk about others like that because you're, you need to be concerned with growing your own character. Now understand that in the place of, well, we could be meek in our personal life and meekness is not a weakness. People, you know, that welcome to 2015, meekness equals weakness. No. Oh, that's wow. Not right. Try to be no. meek. I mean, my goodness gracious, in, in this day when everyone is shouting, um, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me. It's social media, social media, social media. It's Instagram, it's Periscope, it's Twitter, it's, just, it's, it's Facebook, it's everything. It's like, look at me, look at me. To be meek is a strength. 
It is right. not a weakness. And while right. sitting in the over office behind a desk, yes, we have to we have to be strong and we have to make very tough decisions. Meekness doesn't mean that we run from a fight, but it means that we go to the fount of the knowledge to know which fights we run into and which ones we wait because we want to make all of our decisions based on thought, not feelings, because feelings are much too temporary. Okay, so this is my definition of meekness, and it is just what Marilee has been saying. You have the power, like Jesus was meek. Oh, yes. He had the power to call down <laughs> angels. Angels. He had the power of God, but he chose. It's, it's like being... It's like being aware of your power and strength and making choices, like Marilee said, not based on your feelings, but based on wisdom, timing, strategy. And are you aware, Marilee, that the Bible verse that you just quoted was quoted by a candidate named Ben Carson, I believe on Thursday or Friday. Are you aware that he also quoted that verse? No, I do know of <laughs> Dr. Carson, of course. But yeah, no. Dr. Carson quoted the same verse and he talked about humility and he actually drew the fire of Donald Trump because by qu he quoted that verse and then, you know, just said, I'm a man of faith and I don't see, basically he said, I don't see humility in Donald Trump. So I'm not sure he is a man of faith mm -hmm. and it wasn't a direct attack, but it was just this statement, which Trump, you know, then began to, it, it's like a, it's like a, it is like a schoolyard fight and you use the word bullying because it's almost like. Hey, you're coming after me? Well, I'm going to really come after you. I'm going to say that you seem like you're low energy. And I feel bad for America, Marilee, because I feel like America has gone down a path where looks, fame, um, the, the meanest, smartest one gets a lot of attention and like, wow, look at him. And, and although and I'm, this is not against Trump because I haven't done enough research to be smart enough to talk about politics, to be honest. I mean, I know that he's bringing a lot of things to the forefront that people want to be debated. But my concern is, I guess it comes down to what Marilee said. Here's my concern. What are we teaching our children about what's appropriate and not appropriate when you're a leader? And it shouldn't it be the opposite for all of our leaders that they are, they, they are speaking with a sense of decorum, a, a sense of dignity, that if you're going to lead a country, you're a dignified person. And so- You're a diplomat. You, you're a diplomat. You have to watch yeah. what you say. Not a fake person. I think po politicians no. are often seen as very fake. Yes. And so maybe they like people off. like Trump because he seems like he's being honest or real um, and they're drawn to that, but there has to be the both sides of the coin. Yes, you have to be able to reel yourself in. There needs to be self-constraint, self-control. Those are quality character traits. Those are things that we strive. I'm, I'm the mother of boys. So, you know, those are things that I strive is that self-constraint to teach, to teach my children. And it's, you know, it's expected of an, of an adult. Um, you know, uh, schoolyard fights are one thing, but when you have what will become the most powerful person in the world, right? Uh, you, you can't, you can't, you can't 
say, well, okay, you know, you don't, you don't like it. Well, I have more missiles than you do. Do you want me to, you, know, you just, that's not the way that you do it. When I was in Washington, uh, first learning all of the, the, the protocols, uh, we learned the de definition on the first day of diplomacy. The, de the, the simple definition they told us was diplomacy was saying little. And there's actually great wisdom in that, you know, in just saying little, because when you say, I, when you say little, no one can pick apart your words. No one can put words into your mouth. Um, there's less to misinterpret. Um, saying little is a good thing. Taking action, just say little and take action. And when I, when I think back, I, I remember being, I guess, what was it, junior high school? And I remember Ronald Reagan standing up and saying, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And he, uh, you know, he appealed to people's heart, to their rationale. And, you know, did he have the power to back up his words through force? Of course he did. But how did he get it done? He got it done through diplomacy. He got it done through, you know, giving those people a world stage on on which to show the evil that was happening. You know, we have a, and guess what? The wall came tumbling down. Right. So I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, my brain is just really thinking deeply. I don't want to be politically offensive to anyone, but I do want to ask some questions. And one question I want to ask is, if someone is inclined to be personally insulting about things we really should not discuss, as in people's looks, once they are no longer trying to get my vote, in other words, they're putting on their best behavior at all times now because they just are trying to win. Mm -hmm. If they are put in a position of power, then who's to say that they won't say horrendous things about people who look, who don't have perfect faces, who don't have maybe who, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just thinking out loud, who have special needs, people whose mm -hmm. faces are not perfect in the sight of man, but perfect in the sight of God. Who's to say that once the the mask comes off because they're no longer attempting to get my vote that they won't. Oh, I'm really, I'm concerned. I'm going into a camp of sounding like I'm against a particular candidate and I'm not. It's just that these are the things that as a Christian woman with a relatively high IQ, I'm not the smartest person, but I, I have a relatively high IQ. I care deeply about many things. I love my country, but I love God. My citizenship in Christ, you know, I think about that much more than I think about my country. But when I, turn towards my citizenship and begin looking at the political debate, I look at some things that make me go, that is bad. That That's not what I want my children to, to see. Um, exactly. And I think yeah. we do, Lisa, we do need, and it's, it's perfectly fine to point out to your children, what, did you hear what that person just said and explain to them um, that, you know, this is a political, there's a political arena. And sometimes the rules, you know, these, these people have really what we call thick skins. You have to explain that all to them. Mm -hmm. And of course, you have to explain mm -hmm. it at an age appropriate level. Yours are still a little young, but you know, was that a nice thing to say? How would you feel if somebody said that about me? I'm your mommy. How would you feel if somebody said that about me? You know, let them know that their words have 
power. You know, I want to raise, I have sons and I want them to be strong men. I yes. want them to be men of God. But right. I want them Not to afraid have, to make hard decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. But to be men who are cordial and have good manners and they are not mutually exclusive. You can be a strong, powerful, meek person. And so that's that's one of the reasons I love Mary Lee. That's one of the reasons I like talking to her and thinking about manners. And mannersmentor.com is her website if you would like to visit it and um, leave her any messages or ask her any questions. And I just appreciate your time, Mary Lee. Just, I just want to thank. I, I'm, I'm not trying to sway anyone. I just want to think, learn, grow, and aspire to live a godly life in 2015 in America. Hashtag thanks for listening.